Hi, listeners. Welcome back to Motivate, the Motivation Inspiration Podcast. I'm your host, Dahi D, and today's guest is Eric Thomas talking about the vision. I chose this episode because most of us are limited by our vision. We only want to do things when we can directly see the benefit. But so often in life, you don't understand the butterfly effect of doing something. You don't understand why you need to get up earlier. You don't understand why you need to work out. And you don't understand what the impact on your life and the life of the people around you would be if you actually followed through on things. So if you think your vision is limited, it probably is. And if you do know, good for you. You know all of the people you're disappointing and you know how much you're disappointing yourself by not achieving your goals. That's it for me today. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Do me a huge favor. Pull out paper, uh, marker, pencil, pen, phone, like whatever you can write with. Now, do me a favor. If you write in your phone, you use whatever program, notes or whatever you use, I need you to do me a huge favor. When you get home, I don't care about technology. When you get home, either a vision board, a big scrap sheet of paper, I'm talking about huge couple pieces of paper, pencil, whatever. I need you to write because something magical happens. Listen to me. You got to hear what I'm telling you. The way we were created, we have five senses. And the reason why some of you are not on the next level, because you're using one. That's it. You're using one. You're using maybe two. I need you to use them all. Listen to me. I need, I need, when you write your vision board down, I, at the end of it, my wife's with me now, so I don't have to do it. But generally when my wife doesn't travel with me, and I'm being serious. I bring a picture when she graduated from the University of Phoenix, got her master's degree. I carry that picture with me, and I carry the scent that she uses. And when I was in San Diego, I just sprayed it on me, boom, boom, boom. I don't even wear perfume. I don't wear cologne. But I sprayed hers, and boom, boom, came out. Why? I wanted to smell her. Why? Because that's a sense. And listen to me very closely, just in case you don't know it. When you talk about your memory, nothing jars your memory like the sense of smell. So when I'm telling you, when you do your vision board, I want you to put your fragrance, like whatever that fragrance is you wear a lot, I want you to spray that all over your vision board. Now I walked in here today, and it's going to blow your mind. This is my fourth year here. When I walked in this space, I smelled Aaron Sansoni. I was like, oh, Aaron must have been here. I smelled Aaron. Aaron had been here. That's Aaron's scent right there. Now I don't know who had Aaron's scent on. Somebody else may have had his scent on, but when I smelled it, immediately I said, Aaron is in the building. So, so what you don't get when you don't write your dreams and goals down is surface. But when you start writing them down, when you start putting fragrance on it, look, I, I want your dream to have a taste. I'm being real. Like, if you like chocolate, put some, like, put some chocolate on your vision board. I'm serious, like put a whole bunch of chocolate and every time you do your vision board, eat the chocolate. And so every time you eat chocolate, see, they call me E.T. the hip hop preacher for a reason. What I would do because I understood how powerful hip hop was. I realized that after a while, hip hop was no longer music. It was a culture. And so what I would do because hip hop is played everywhere, I would use hip hop songs to deliver my message so when that young person was no longer in school but they were on the playground or they were at home or they were in their car, they would hear that song and they would no longer hear that song as the artist intended. They would think about my message. So I had one that was called, when I move, you move, just like that. And it was a church message that I did, and I was talking about that there were some individuals in the Bible who were so close that whenever God made a move, they made a move. And I said, when I move, you move, just like that. 
And so kids start hearing the songs like, yo, E, I don't even think of Ludacris no more. I think about you. You can have whatever you like. And I started talking about in terms of your dreams or your goals. So what? You didn't have your dad. So what? You didn't have your mom. So what? You grew up in foster care. So what? You're poor. You can have whatever you like. And so when they would hear the song, they thought about, I need you to use all five senses as it relates to your goal, because if you can give me all five, you got a, the probability of your dreams becoming reality are greater. So what are you saying, E.T.? I'm saying, listen to me, you got to be very intentional and deliberate. The stuff that you're dreaming about, the stuff that you want to happen, it's not going to happen by osmosis. Like, you got to get up and you got to go after it. It can happen. You're looking at a kid, high school dropout, you're looking at a kid, Homeless, eating out of trash. You're looking at a kid that went from that to I'm in Australia. You think I got to Australia by happenstance? You think I just, it just, ha like, no, no, no. Very intentional and very deliberate. Without a five-year, without a 10-year plan, we still thought about it and we make, well, how you do it without a goal, without a plan? Because while people doing all that, you know, looking at whatever every day, I, we, we, we get up and we work toward it. So we cast a vision and we wake up every day and we say, how many tasks is it going to take to make this happen? That's where some of you are going wrong. You got a big dream, but you don't have any task. You got this big dream you wake up to every day. I'm going to be a millionaire. Okay, how many tasks is that going to take? That might take a million. And so you need to know that there are a million things you need to do so you can start marking those million off so you can know where you are. Because if you don't know where you are, how in the world are you going to get there? So there are people who are smarter than E.T. who are not accomplishing what E.T. is accomplishing. That Why in the world would you wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning, E? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to you because your dreams are so small that you can get them done in four or five hours in a day. But when your dreams are as big as mine, you got to get up quite early. When your dreams are global, some kid going to tell me the other day, like, E, come on. Why you keep saying, thank God it's Monday, and you're releasing them on Sunday? <laughs> I said, because it's Sunday in Chicago, not Australia. You got a little Chicago goal. No, no, listen what I'm saying. Your little goals are in Chicago. I'm, it, it's, it's in Sydney, it's already Monday. In Melbourne, it's already in Brisbane, it's already Monday. So if all I was talking to is the Americans, you're absolutely right. I did put it out too early. But because I'm giving it to the world, I got to find a time that's not too early in the States, but not too late in the rest of the world. Like they watch it in New Zealand. That's almost 24 hours ahead of California. So I need you to be very intentional and deliberate. When you wake up, five senses, I need all of them. The taste, the touch, the see. I need you to look. I need you to be aware. I need them all. So this is what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to do you a favor real quick before we go to our first principle. I'm going to do you a favor. There's a song I want to play, right? And listen to me. I'm not playing a song so that you can hear a song. I'm trying to activate something. Listen to me. Let me be honest with you. Write, write those goals down. Make sure you write those goals down. Right? I'm talking. You write. Write that stuff down. E.T., I got to get this done before 2016. I got less than two months, and I got to get this done before the ball drops. I got to get this done in 2017. Like, I got to get it done in 2017, so I got to start now so I can make sure in 2017 it's taken care of. Just write that stuff down. And while you're writing that down, write down your loved ones. Like, these are the people. Give me three or four people that you love dearly, that every day you wake up, you think about these people. That not five hours goes by in a day and you think about these people. Write their names down for me. Then This is homework. Don't do this right now, but this is homework. Write down what would their life look like 
if you made all your dreams and goals become a reality. When you go home, think about the people you love the most, and I want you to answer the question, if I blow up, if all these big, gigantic goals that I have actually become a reality, what will their life look like? And then I also want you to write down, how would their lives be devastated in a disaster if I was a disappointment? If I didn't, make my, if I didn't get that law degree, if I, if I didn't get that medical degree, if I didn't start that business, if I wasn't a successful entrepreneur, if I didn't finish this book, if I didn't write this album, whatever. Well, how would their life be devastated or destroyed if I was a disappointment? And I want you to answer that. Now, this is why I say this. This is why I say this. Right. So when you say E.T., you said you didn't have your father in your life. OK, I want to I want to I want to make sure you just all of this adds up. Watch this. E.T., you're a high school dropout, meaning that you had some struggles academically. E.T., you were homeless in a high school dropout. E.T., listen to me, guys. This is what I realized. I, there's a myth. It's a lie. The lie is if you come from a two parent background, if you have resources, if you go to a great institution, if you have a network, like if you have people who support you, that you're just going to automatically be successful. It's a lie. It's a myth. I know a lot of rich people whose kids are terrible. I know a lot of rich kids who smoke um, drugs and are became alcoholics who are disappointments. And I know kids who grew up in foster care who were murdering the game. So I asked myself, yo, E.T., what's the real secret then? And I realized the real secret is not the hand you've been dealt, but the real secret is not what you have, but the level of, 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 the level of energy that you put into what you have. So, so here's, the, here's what I'm discovering about most of us. Most of us who are not where we want to be in life, you do not need another gift. You don't need another gift. You don't need another life. Like, we don't need to start all over with you. Like, we don't need to put you back in your mom's womb and give you a second chance. Like, we don't need to do that. What I realize with most human beings, the reason why you're not where you want to be is because the effort you're giving to life. I realize, like, we can leave right now. We can leave. I've discovered that the problem is you're giving 70%, yet you're looking for a 120% lifestyle. I got it. I found out. I found out my man, who the Uber driver, just yesterday, who picked us up and told us he got a divorce after 37. I said, after 37 years, you got a divorce? A friend of mine called the other day, ET, I'm getting a divorce after nine years. I said, what's wrong? He said, I don't know. I said, what do you mean you don't know? He said, I don't know. I just came home one day, and she told me she wanted a divorce. I said, no signs? I'm not from Australia, and I know what the weather is. Like, no, I'm not from Australia, but we packed according to the, like, we, like we went online, and they told us, like, it's going, like, and you, your weather is crazy. Like, like, I, like, I struggled, right? I was trying to pack. I was like, whoa, 61? <laughs> One day, next day, 89? Like, is that possible? Like, this is unbelievable. Like, for real, you're like, I don't know, at 19, whatever, it was 19 next day, 32. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, I just, okay, so I'm like, get three bags, right? Just get, get one for one day, one for another day, and just whatever happens in the middle. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't rocket science. I was able to look, and I was able to, you mean to tell me after nine years, your wife wants a divorce, and you had a slightest idea what's going on? It's not possible. You didn't see the signs. He said, okay, E.T., what do you think is wrong? I said, okay, let's start from the bottom. Let's start from the top. Let's start. Let's just get started. Okay, so when you guys were dating, were you texting her? He's like, absolutely. I was like, how often? He's like, every day. 
I said, okay, good. Y'all married now. How often do you text? He's like, I don't know. I went, you know, when I, I, I whoa, okay. So we went from texting her every day, all day, to we're not texting her at all. So we went from telling her how beautiful she is, telling her how you missed her. Like, you just walked, <laughs> like, when you were dating, you just walked out the house and you hit her, I just, I miss you. Are you going for five minutes and you missed her? Like, I miss you and I can't wait to get out. And you like every break you get, you're calling her. Now you're married and you don't call her on any breaks. Like you don't get it. You don't see what's going wrong. Like, no, I don't get it. I'm helping. We got babies. I'm putting them through school. We got, you know, we married. I got to make sure we got this house now and we got this whatever. And I'm like, OK, you don't get it. You're putting all this energy into this, but you're not putting any energy into the marriage. And I don't care what type of phone you have. When it goes zero battery, it's dead. It doesn't make a difference what type of phone it is. I don't care how many apps you have, how much, uh, how, how much stuff you have on it. If there's no battery life and the battery is dead, the phone is useless. And many of you in this room, the effort that you're putting forth is terrible. It's terrible. 70% in terms of your health. 70% effort in terms of your health. You're obese and you're like, e, I don't know what happened. I'm like, we could break it down. <laughs> You will be like, for real, I'm, I'm with you. I feel you. Like, for real, I always tell people, when you look at me, you like, I'm not really sure. He look like he do something. I don't know what he does, but he's doing something. Maybe a couple push-ups. I don't know. It looks like maybe he walks a lot. Maybe he walks a lot. Maybe he runs now and then. Like, I got the kind of body. You could tell, like, I don't do a whole, whole lot, but I do enough. Real, like you can look at him and be like, all right, he, all right, is he chunky? Now, okay, depending on how he turned. <laughs> like, real, you're like, depending on, like, if he's straight up, he look like he did, but when I saw him from that angle, he look a little chunky when he turned. <laughs> like, you don't really know. And the reason why you don't know is because that's what I do. Like, I do enough. Like, I don't, I don't necessarily work out seven days a week. I'm probably four. I, I try to make sure it's seven. So I'm like, let's do four, because that means we do more than what we don't do. And so I might go for an hour and do my thing, and I might chill for the next three days. And I'm like, all right, it's time to go again. Right? But watch this. I'm being honest with you. If you are obese, it's in the calories. Like, I don't even know you, and I can tell you that you are not, like, going to the vegetarian restaurant and murdering the veggies. I know that right now. I just know you ain't in line like, yeah, let me get that eggplant. Let me get that eggplant. No doubt. Yep. I'm going to need the avocado to go with that as well but low on the avocado because it's killing me. But I'm just being real. You can tell people who work out just certain things they eat, they don't eat. So I'm telling you, like, I'm just saying to you, when you walk out of this room today, do me a huge favor. Stop saying that it's by chance that you have the life you have. Stop saying that. Stop saying, like, like the stuff is against me. It, this didn't work out. That didn't work out. Like, yo, it's your life. And that's what I love. I'm in America dealing with racism. I'm in America dealing with all kind of crazy stuff, and I'm still one of the top motivational speakers in the world. Why? Because I don't care about none of that stuff. Like, you can't affect my life. It's my life. You can't tell me how much money I can make. You can't tell me. Listen to me. I've been around the world. If I go home tomorrow, get my man and get a president in about 60 days. If I ain't comfortable in 60 days with what's going on, I have options. Like Australia, look, I know we've been doing this <laughs> for the last fall, and I usually only stay about two weeks. Well, I'm, can we do six months next time I come? I just want to feel this thing out. I, I have options. Are you hearing me? I got options. Some of you are mad about what you make. Look, you are, you are where you are at your job because you're average. 
and your boss is treating you like he's treating you because you're average. I'll say it again. You are allowing your boss to treat you that way because you're average. You are, allowed, you are allowing people to treat you the way because you act. Listen to me. If you were great, you could walk away. If you were great, you would just walk away and he'd have to force you to come back. Please don't leave. But because you're average, he's like, if I lose you, I can find another one of you. 